Eight days ago, my life was an up-and-down affair. Some of it good, some of it not so good. Most of it uneventful. Long, slow periods of nothing much, with occasional bursts of something. Like the army itself, which is how they found me. You can leave the army, but the army doesn't leave you. Not always, not completely. They started looking two days after some guy took a shot at the president of France. I saw it in the paper. A long-range attempt with a rifle. In Paris. Nothing to do with me. I was 6,000 miles away in California with a girl I met on a bus. She wanted to be an actor. I didn't. So after 48 hours in L.A., she went one way and I went the other. Back on the bus first to San Francisco for a couple of days, and then to Portland, Oregon for three more, and then onward to Seattle, which took me close to Fort Lewis, where two women in uniform got out of the bus. They left an Army Times behind, one day old, right there on the seat across the aisle. The Army Times is a strange old paper. The obituaries are occasionally interesting, which was my main reason for picking up the paper. Sometimes people die, and you're happy about it. Or not. Either way, you need to know. But I never found out, because on the way to the obituaries, I found the personal ads, which, as always, were mostly veterans looking for other veterans. Dozens of ads all the same, including one with my name on it. Right there, center of the page, a boxed column inch, five words printed bold. Jack Reacher called Rick Shoemaker, which had to be Tom O'Day's work, which later on made me feel a little lame. Not that O'Day wasn't a smart guy. He had to be. He had survived a long time. A very long time. He had been around forever. Twenty years ago, he already looked a hundred. A tall, thin, gaunt, cadaverous man who moved like he might collapse at any moment, like a broken stepladder. He was no one's idea of an army general, more like a professor or an anthropologist. Certainly his thinking had been sound. Reacher stays under the radar, which means buses and trains and waiting rooms and diners, which, coincidentally or not, are the natural economic habitat for enlisted men and women who buy the Army Times ahead of any other publication in the PX and who can be relied upon to spread the paper around, like birds spread seeds from berries. And he could rely on me to pick up the paper, somewhere, sooner or later, eventually, because I needed to know. You can leave the Army, but the Army doesn't leave you. Not Completely. Which is why I felt lame later on. I was predictable. Rick Shoemaker was Tom O'Day's boy, probably his second-in-command by now. Easy enough to ignore. But I owed Shoemaker a favor, which O'Day knew about, obviously, which was why he put Shoemaker's name in his ad, and which was why I would have to answer it. Predictable. Seattle was dry when I got out of the bus, and warm, 
and wired in the sense that coffee was being consumed in prodigious quantities, which made it my kind of town, and in the sense that Wi-Fi hotspots and handheld devices were everywhere, which didn't, and which made old-fashioned street-corner payphones hard to find. But there was one down by the fish market, so I stood in the salt breeze and the smell of the sea, and I dialed the toll-free number at the Pentagon, not a number you'll find in the phone book, a number learned by heart long ago, a special line for emergencies only. You don't always have a quarter in your pocket. The operator answered, and I asked for Shoemaker, and I got transferred, maybe elsewhere in the building, or the country, or the world. And after a bunch of clicks and hisses, and some long minutes of dead air, Shoemaker came on the line and said, Yes? This is Jack Reacher, I said. Where are you? Don't you have all kinds of automatic machines to tell you that? Yes, he said. You're in Seattle on a payphone down by the fish market. What do you see directly ahead? I looked. A street, I said. Left, places to buy fish. Right, a coffee shop across the light. Name? I told him. He said, go in there and wait. For what? For about thirty minutes, he said, and hung up. The coffee shop across the light from the payphone had maroon paint and exposed brick and scarred wood. I got a plain house blend, black, no sugar, in the middle-sized go-cup, and a slab of lemon pound cake to go with it, and I sat alone on a hard wooden chair at a table for two.